podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coppell Bible Fellowship's The Second Course Podcast. It's our podcast where we sit down and talk about the message from the previous Sunday, which would happen to be yesterday. And I am yes, Nathan, yes. sitting at the round table with Barkef and Michael. Michael, how are you feeling today? Man, so energized. <laughs> so energized? <laughs> Let me just say this. This is not my third or fourth cup <laughs> no of coffee, coffee. today. I can Let's just it. say this. Yesterday was turkey bowl. Michael just laid it all out on the field. Yes, yes. He left today. it. Yeah, he he's left. feeling uh, it. Uh, I got a calf thing, but we'll be all right. Yeah, you know, how is turkey bowl going on? You know, you've been here how many years? Mm, this is like 2,344, five, right? Yeah. Five, five years. Every day is another year and a half. <laughs> From your first turkey bowl to now, how you feeling? <laughs> uh, you know, the recovery is a little different. It's a little different. But uh, other than that. I noticed, Barkev, you were not on the field yesterday. Wisdom won oh. out. <laughs> In spirit. I didn't see Susie yesterday. Because yeah. <laughs> it was raining she was, once again. Wisdom she was out. fearful wisdom wouldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to be there for the crash. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it was oh, fun. Man. It was a it was great, great yeah. event because... The young guys won. Young guys came in and brought. You know they've been scheming for weeks. I know they actually had. uh, They actually had a a text thread with Mm. plays and code names and. Thought it was a joke, and I run out. I run out there, and all of a sudden I hear Cheeto, Cheeto, check Cheeto, and I was like, "Is this a joke?" And they're like, "No, no, no. Do you know what that means?" I was like, I have no clue. I'm not on a text thread. I kind of want to see what the other code names were. Because if Cheetos won, they're pulling out. I really want to know what the rest. Like, do they have a Funyun? They're not uh, going to tell you. (laughs) You're an adult. You're too old. I'm too old. (laughs) No, it was fun, though. A lot of kids. A lot of of people stayed, even though it was raining. Yeah, yeah. It just made made for a fun event. Yeah, it was great. And luckily, no one got hurt. Nobody got hurt this year. Just a few of those uh, little areas that you don't really move at all throughout the day. Because you go forward, backwards. You don't go side to side. And so whenever you come from an event where you're doing a lot of side to side, the next day or two yeah. or five, you feel it. It's just bumps and bruises. So. That's all it is. That's but is. we are not here today to talk solely about turkey bowl, bumps and bruises, and a win by the young men. Mm. We are here because yesterday we closed out Galatians. Barkef brought this entire book <laughs> to a summation and a close, if you will. <laughs> and so we will. This is what we're going to talk about today. So, Barkef, why don't you roll us on into that uh, message, and we'll go from I there. Would be, I would be delighted. <laughs> and so uh, we're dealing with the very end of the letter. We're in chapter 6, verses 6 through 18, and we took a little bit to just remind ourselves of where we have been. Of course, that uh, the Apostle Paul is defending the grace message, not only how one... Uh, gets right with the Lord, but how one stays right with the Lord in the sense of walking closely with Him. Of course, once you place your faith, your trust in Christ, you're His forevermore, and He's yours forevermore. But now we have an opportunity to walk closely with Him and to grow in respect to our salvation. And we talked about the fact that in the ancient Near East, in the writings that would take place there, that uh, unlike today, if you're going to write a letter, you'd actually... Uh, Identify yourself at the front of the letter, which Paul does. He identifies himself and uh, makes it clear that he is an apostle appointed directly from the risen Christ. And then he tells us uh, what it is he wants to accomplish in that Mm -hmm. letter. So he tells us what he's going to tell us. He tells us, and he tells us what he told us. And at this very last section, he's going to highlight some of the most important parts of the letter and why it's important 
uh, that we follow through on understanding who we are in Christ and how we can remain faithful to him. And in so doing, bring him joy and pleasure and ourselves great reward in eternity. So it, we first went to the very front of the letter. Let's remind ourselves, and we, we're here in these first opening verses. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age. And we talked about the fact that what he means by that is not so much that the moment we trust Christ, now one day he will take us to be with him in eternity, although that is true, but he's actually talking about the fact that in the here and now, believers can be rescued from the inordinate influence of the culture, the evil culture we currently find ourselves in. And so he's going to highlight how we can do that. And in this last section, he basically teaches us three things. We've entitled the message, by the way, Straight Talk for Your Heart, Mm. because that seems to be where he's really honing in on. And first, he tells us that we should partner in ministry. If you want to keep an eternal perspective, we want to partner in ministry. And in this very first verse, verse 6, it says this, The one who is taught the Word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. And this word share actually means to partner. So not everyone is called into full-time Christian ministry, but every believer is called to be in ministry and to partner in ministry. And so he highlights that first and foremost. Secondly, he reminds us to beware of wandering from the realities of our choices every day. And in so doing, he brings up this whole idea of sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, but not immediately and you reap more than you sow. Mm. And he highlights that in very strong terms for us. And the reason we talk about the fact about wandering away is because he introduces the sowing and reaping uh, with this verse. Do not be deceived, talking to the brethren. God is not mocked, for whatever man sows, this he will also reap. Mm. And he encourages us to, to reap into our spiritual lives, rather than let the world influence us and we go in a different direction because we will reap what we sow. So he wants us to sow well into our spiritual lives. And when he says the word deceive, that's actually the word from which you get the word planet, which the ancients Hmm. saw the planets as wandering stars because they seemed to show up in different parts of the sky at different seasons, so that's what they called it. And so really what he's saying, don't wander from the reality. Because we all know if you, if you want an apple tree, you plant an apple seed. Mm-hmm. You don't plant a pear seed. So we know that as soon as you plant that seed, it doesn't immediately bear an apple for you, but rather you have to water it and wait and water it and wait. And eventually it will give you more than a single apple. It will give you an apple tree and multiple apples. And that's both good and positive, meaning that if you have a positive sowing into your life, your spiritual life, or really any part of your life, then you'll have positive results. You'll have a positive reaping. But same goes true if you're doing things that would be negative for yourself, both spiritually and otherwise. And so you reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, and you reap more than you sow. And we discussed that at great length. And, of course, a lot of this has to do with finances, which we discussed the fact that um, the health, wealth, and prosperity theology turns on its head because all these passages are talking about investing not just your money but your 
time and your talents in kingdom uh, work. Mm -hmm. And if you will do that, then you will reap in eternity Mm. great abundance and even in the here and now spiritual strength and build up yourself in your spiritual life. And finally, we came to the very last point, and that was, he says, boast only in the cross of Christ. And the idea, of course, is going right back to the grace message. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift from God, not as a result of works, that no man should boast. If we ever get ourselves turned around in the idea of legalism, which is what this entire letter is warning against, then we will think that in some form or fashion we have earned our favor before the Lord. And, of course, that's not true. Christ paid it all, all to him, I owe. And we want to be engaged in that process, that love relationship with Christ and expressing that love relationship to those around us. And, of course, end of the message highlighting my personal favorite verse, the one I recommend be the verse to memorize if you can memorize any verse from Galatians and that is Galatians 2.20 I've been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up Hmm. for me. We had a lot of opportunity to encourage our congregation of how generous and how mature our congregation has been really from the very beginning. And uh, it, it's just been a joy to be a part of this church family. Susie and I often talk about the fact that we've been really blessed that God has brought so many wonderful people mm-hmm. here. And we have wonderful staff, wonderful uh, pastors that I work side by side with, two of which are at this table. Mm-hmm. And uh, God has just been good, good to us. And so that's how we ended it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a great Sunday. Yeah. All right, Galatians. See you in three years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. Don't give away the secrets. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. It really was awesome. And, you know, I said last week when I was preaching, not quite the same things, but the same sentiment of Mm -hmm. it's fun getting to this type of text Mm -hmm. whenever you're just doing the pat on the back for each other because this is exemplified in our church so well. And Mm -hmm. I thought you brought that out. And I loved, I think you did it first service. I'm not sure. I can't remember if you did second service, but... You might have, but the story of, you know, you don't, we don't ask for money right. really at all, at yeah. all. not even yeah. tithes or offerings. We don't ever promote that, you know, because yeah. um, we just haven't had to. Right. And people are mature enough in spirit and understand it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, you, you shared this story about the one time recently we did when it was really about the water wells on the Amazon trip. And I'm sure everyone listening knows this, but if not, it was just such a cool thing to get up there and think, all right, man, we, we're going to ask for um, $18,000 and see what happens. And, and, for, and for water wells, for specifically. water wells, yeah, not yeah, for, for us specifically, and, but for water wells and stuff. And so we're like, yeah, let's just see. And we have it in the missions fund where we could, you know, yeah. we can maybe find it and pull from that. But let's just see if people want to be a part of what's going on around the world mm-hmm. from a financial perspective. And uh, and one of my favorite thing, well, the story ends with the next week, we, the next day, we already covered that. The money was we had enough, more than enough. More than more than enough. Than yeah, yeah. And as the days went home, we're like, how do we could tell people quit giving because it's Thursday and we're well over? <laughs> well. So Sunday comes and Mark F goes, stop giving. <laughs> You'll have to just stop giving because we we can only do a certain amount of wells. And then we doubled that number before it was all said and done. And so now you made the joke that we're doing wells for quite mm-hmm. some time, now, right. which is awesome because there'll be wells all over the Amazon River where they're needed. Amen. So Amen. it's cool to think about. But I go back to uh, the Sunday, I think it was August 20th, if I remember correctly, 
which was our mission Sunday. Right. Right after we got back from Amazon, or a week after, and Taiwan was back, and all the mm-hmm. mission trips were back, and we're sharing stories. But you d- you introed that that day, mm-hmm. sermon-wise. You know, you kind of brought the word into it, and you presented a, a, a story in the Old Testament, and I just thought it was such a beautiful picture of, hey, you may be invested. You may didn't go on the trip. You invested monetarily, right? but you get it as much glory in this as we do. Amen. And that's one of the reasons we get to come back and do it. So our people, I think these types of, uh, these types of sermons are, are encouraging. And I think as we all know, so many new people are coming. How do you think this impacts their decision to really think about, is this the church I want to be a part of? Right. Cause yeah, I think right. they yeah. would, they would go, man, this is actually really awesome that this isn't a church. that's always like, Hey, give and give and give and give. You need mm-hmm, to keep giving, right. make sure you keep giving. But also, this is a church that's like, man, y'all do it really well. And we're going to take a Sunday to stand on the stage just to, because yeah. the text shows it, but we're going to really just say good job and, and uh, pat you on the back and all of that stuff. So it's just a cool time to end, uh, you know, a series like Galatians and come in and kind of just encourage everyone with what yeah. they've already been doing. Real quick, you know, as we're wrapping this up, and, and this has come up several times through this entire series and even in the podcast as we've been discussing it. And yes, you know, we're in a very blessed position that as we are sharing this grace message, people are getting excited about it and, and understanding it and uh, greater uh, detail, understanding however you want to say it. But as you read Galatians, it seems pretty clear to us what it's about. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty clear on the grace message and the freedom we have. Mm-hmm. So why do you think people can read through this and still hold on to a very legalistic mindset. And how would you walk someone like the average person, churchgoer understanding this, but has a friend maybe that is really holding tight and in a different place on this subject. How would you maybe help them through that? Well, I think it's our natural bent. We want to participate in our own salvation. That's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to say, I did it. It's the whole boasting issue of, you know, well, I'm a pretty good person. You talk to the average person who may not even be a believer, and you ask them, if you died today, would you go to heaven if you would believe in such a thing at all? And they'll say, sure. And you say, mm-hmm. well, why? Well, I live a pretty good life. I mean, that's their answer. Mm-hmm. So they think they're participating, and they're going to be worthy through that. And we know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And and when we're honest with ourselves, it becomes very clear that that's true. So now we receive that grace message, and we're blown away by it. But we still have that sin principle to deal with Mm -hmm. as long as we're in this fleshly body. We're still want to be self-oriented. And so we want to pull ourselves from our spiritual bootstraps. And, of course, the other issue is, okay, how shall I then live? Mm -hmm which is exactly what the Judaizers... Uh, remember, now, not all of the Judaizers were unbelievers. Mm-hmm. In Acts chapter 15, as we're going through the debate that's happening in the Jerusalem Council, it actually says, from the Pharisees who believed, mm-hmm. this argument came. Yeah. So they're believers, but they're still confused because mm-hmm. you think, okay, well, now I can live any way I want to, and I'm guaranteed eternal life. The fact of the matter is the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It's not could you. The question is should you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then when you know, well, I shouldn't live the way I used to live, now the question is, well, how then shall I live? And if you have been raised in that legalistic background, you're going to naturally go back to it mm-hmm. and say, okay, now that I got this, 
here's how I stay straight. I want to check all these boxes off. And what Paul is getting to is the idea, no, no, you have the Holy Spirit within mm -hmm. you. You now, if you'll just invest yourself in learning the Word of God, the Holy Spirit will instill to your conscience what I should do next. And you have freedom, mm -hmm. great freedom to be creative in how you are going to serve Him. Mm -hmm. And in the process, you'll hear from him and you'll serve him in a way that brings him glory and honor rather than legalistically. If you build up your own new set of 613, let's say, okay, it's not the law, so I'm going to invent my own 613. Not only will you not live up to that, but you will also become caustic to those who you also know aren't living up to mm -hmm. it. And that's where it begins to tear up the mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when we recognize, no, we have true freedom, grace really is there for us, mm -hmm. Uh, which is why Paul's pressing that home, and he's saying, look, you don't ever want to boast in your life for how good you are. Boast in Christ alone. Mm -hmm. If you keep that humility, then you're going to be just fine. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I, I think, especially in our day and age, the culture, <clears throat> to your point just now about boasting, and Paul having to say it, it really hasn't changed. Culture hasn't changed all this much because we do want to boast and we do want to mm -hmm. bring value to things. And we do think there's a place that we need to pay in our, or a part we need to play in our salvation. But the culture at large is, you know, think of the buzzwords the last decade, hustle, yeah. grind. Sure. It's this idea of I have to put forth my effort and it will get me somewhere. And I, if I do that more than other people, it'll get me a better somewhere. Right. And so there's like this culture aspect to it. But I also think there's this religious aspect. What other religion, if there are any, mm -hmm. have this same point of view of, as us? That you don't actually have to do anything. So now you have a culture that you grew up in, that your family's 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 family, everyone's grown up and it says go, grind, and there's a place yeah. for that. And so they can easily put that into, oh, my salvation, then this is how I need to work it. I need to do it. I got to do it better than everyone else and, and all of that. Then I think there's this religious thing of, man, well, I've heard over here that this is how they work for their salvation. I hear over here, this is how they appease the gods. And so over time, that gets played into it. And, and so as you, and, and then as you even come to a church like ours, which I think we clearly effectively communicate, they yeah. still hear at times this idea of, I'm supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And the idea is, yes, but not for your salvation. Exactly. And yeah, so they yeah. know that there's this piece in it of, well, there's something I am supposed to do. And we come in and go, yes, but not for salvation because it's impossible and you couldn't do it and Jesus did. And that's why it's a gift. And that's why there's grace. Mm -hmm. But now if you want to your favorite phrase, I feel like you've been saying throughout the book of Galatians is how, that, how then shall we live? Well, then that's where it comes in. Yeah. If you believe in this gift for everlasting life, it's yours. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you didn't have to work for it, thank the Lord. And you don't have to work to keep it. Now you get the opportunity to work, though, out of freedom, yeah. as Paul's saying in Galatians, from a place of being led through the Spirit, and, and get a chance to work for the blessing, as we saw kind of in five, towards halfway through five, and then in chapter six, not just for you, but for other people. Yeah. Oh, there's that. And yeah, you I thought you did a great job uh, two weeks ago on that. That was really well done. you look well at done. Jesus mm -hmm. saying the same thing. I didn't mm -hmm. come so people would serve me. It's like, well, you're the king of kings. No, I came to serve. And so my life mm -hmm. is here because it wants, I want to bless everyone else's life. And, of course, he did that in a way no one else could by dying yeah. on the cross for the sins of the world. So now there are aspects that people come into our church I think are, are valid. Okay, I'm supposed to work for something. I heard it's for salvation. I've also heard it's not. But no other, no other religious 
sect anywhere mm-hmm. in the world has it said this way where I don't have to work for salvation. So where does the work piece come in and where are the confusing verses? And, and so you clear up on the gospel and then it's kind of like not everything is easy to understand, but it kind of is a domino effect yeah. to go, once I get this and understand it is a gift. And that's what's so funny. It's, it's, it's a gift and it's like, okay, what do I pay? Nothing. And so I, to clear that up, you know, that's, it goes, my, my mind goes to Amazon mission trip, yeah. the people hearing it going, I've never heard such beautiful words, crying over the Bible, kissing oh, yeah. the Bible. When people get that, then that is where real life mm-hmm. and real freedom and understanding how the purpose and meaning and all these things come in all at once, almost not every time, but sometimes it's such a beautiful thing to realize that. And so to be there and observe that um, I think that, to your question, is one of the things that they know deep down. Yeah, there's freedom somewhere, but I also know I'm supposed to work, but I don't know what part. How do you put it all together, and what's the answer to all of this? Mm-hmm. And so I think Paul, obviously, through the book of Galatians, clearly lays that out. But we still deal with it because Paul sure. himself says, sure. you know, a couple times that those things are even Peter. You know, mm-hmm. he had to correct Peter. It's like sometimes happen where things creep up, and we're going. Oh my goodness! I was as, as tears. Yeah. I was making my own law. That's right. What was I doing yep. this for? So anyway, yeah. it happens to all of us from time to time. We're free from the power of sin. We're not free from the temptation to sin. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be an ongoing battle. All the more reason to live in community, mm-hmm. so that you can continually be encouraged. And and when you hold on to the reality that I boast in Christ alone, anything else you do, you realize it's not a have to. It's a get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah. how can it, God? I want you, in your strength, not my own, to use me for your kingdom purposes, mm-hmm. and that's where the abundant life is. Right. That's where that yeah. great joy, that fulfillment comes. And and you know, we always well, I often give the example of our mission trips because I feel like that's when the light bulb comes on mm-hmm. for so many of our folks. They go, oh, that's what we've been talking about. Yeah. And uh, anyway. No, I agree. I, no. That's where I've always said, even in my young life days, to all these high school kids and middle school kids, I'd say, you know, my favorite verse was John 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not so much the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but when Jesus says, I've come to give life, life yeah. to the full, I'm like, what is that? And how do you get that? Mm-hmm. And, and so walking through that and then understanding that you are gifted, you have mm-hmm. talents, you have characteristics, mm-hmm. things about you that God created in, while you were in your mother's womb, Psalm 139, you walk through that, and then you say, and now you get the chance at, out of this free gift he's given you to freely live it for him through the gifting he's given you. And when you start to live out the power that he gave you and the gifts he gave you for his purposes, mm-hmm. not only does it bless other people, but man, your experience of this life is way better than anything you could do on your own. And that's where the abundant life comes from. But once again, the thief does come to steal, kill, and destroy all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to have your head on a swivel, as my old football coach used to there say. There you go. There you go. Head on a swivel. Yeah, well, he, it, no, go ahead. Go ahead. He, well, he wants to deceive us and, and cause us to wander away from what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that, was, that question was my roundabout way of resummarizing the book. <laughs> Look, at well that. Look at that well podcast. Done, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, you know. Uh, Sneaky you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all of Galatians, there was not a single question asked by Nathan. He was setting it all up for the very end. I was setting it up for that. I got one question. I got one question. Hey, guess what? We just went through the whole book. So. <laughs> there you go. There no, it was go. a good series, though. It was a fun series. Mm-hmm. But now, as we have obviously closed it out, we're coming into, man, this week's Thanksgiving. We got I Christmas. Know. so. I'm ready. Yeah, and uh, I'm kicking off Christmas. So, 
uh, in November. So <laughs> <laughs> it's after Thanksgiving. You know, honestly, everybody else kicked it off after Halloween. So yeah. why not? <laughs> we're actually behind the curve. That's true. Uh, no, it's gonna be a good. good one. It's gonna be good. Oh, we're gonna yeah. practice saying "Weary World Rejoices" yeah. as a sermon series title. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, don't if, keep track of how many times we mess it up. If That's I mess right. it up on the first week, you know I have You'll not practiced it enough. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, but we got that. The following week, Brian will be up, and then we have Christmas under the oaks. Yeah. December third. December third. That night, it's 5.30 to 7.30. And if you've been before, this one's going to be a little bit different in that uh, we, we kind of have a, a few more, a couple more things. Added that a few things to the and table. Fun and, and that you'll want to do, and it's a family event. We so. will still have fire. We will still have fire. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good time. Yeah, we got to have fire. You know, we'll have maybe. fire. <laughs> Might have to break out the snow machines again this year. <laughs> okay. You never know. Until yeah, you never know until the day Let's of. not say it. <laughs> oh, it's happen. just just show up. It's kind of like turkey bowl. We don't know if we're going to we have it. Yeah, we don't know. But <laughs> if we do, it'll be awesome. We'll see. And then we also have uh, December 24th. Which is that Christmas Eve? Gonna be That's here. Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's going to be here in like a day and a half. It yeah, was. It, it was last like it. year yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Same day. It was Christmas Eve. Always, the always year the same day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be a one service Sunday. We're going to have a kids' Christmas program, which I is know. always I'm so I'm excited. Fun. It's going to be hilarious. We're gonna be, I mean, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> That was not the word. (laughs) Nathan's going to be taking notes in his phone. Funny things to talk about after. To all the parents, I did not mean hilarious. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) No, but they know what you mean because it kind of is. You kind of do hope for it. It's sweet and cute and fun. That's what it is. So that's the Christmas memories. It's memories. It is. uh, Yeah. I'm actually, uh, yeah, we're going to be out of town. I'm actually sorry. I'm missing that one. Video. We're going to bring all the kids in to do a podcast with all of them. Yeah, we'll do. How did you guys feel about that? Yeah, yeah. That is a brilliant idea. We need a video for that. One yes, we do I, need a video. Because I don't know if anything will actually be said in the microphone, but you can sure watch a lot of things happen. You can see everything happen in the background. Oh, oh it's Christmas season, though. It's oh. going to be awesome. But we got Thanksgiving first, yep. so yep. from our family to yours, and by our family, I mean church family, yep. That's not right. just the Hewitt clan. Happy there. Thanksgiving, because we are thankful for you. We There's really a good are. segue. We're yeah. thankful for we, you guys. We are. So. We are. And I can't wait. So I got to make three turkeys this week. So. Wow. That. Yeah, that's wow. Tough. yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're yeah. just stockpiling. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> they all went on sale and you're like, yeah. hey, getting all the turkeys. So <laughs> turkey for December. Yep. Oh, man. Turkey so, well, hey, looking forward to Christmas season. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you get to celebrate with family and friends. Uh, and. You know, we're going to see you on Sunday, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Hopefully you do. (laughs) And hopefully you do. And you're here. So, uh, again, have a great week. Have a great time off. Get some rest. Enjoy that time. And we will talk to you Sunday. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.